Stay tuned. East Side Radio, 89.7 FM. Welcome back, folks, to the first episode of Breaking Waves for 2022. I am Riley. And I'm John Mark. And today, on the show and for the next few weeks, we're going to be delving into the topic of dreams. That's right. What are dreams? Where do you go when you dream? And who are the characters that you meet? (laughs) Yeah, we spend half our lives asleep, but the average person probably isn't thinking too much about what is actually happening there. What is that process? And comprises such a large amount of time in our lives where we could well be in dreamland, but we're not thinking about it too much. Most people aren't. Yeah, apparently we all dream, but I think a lot of the time we don't remember it, and I'm sure everybody's had the experience of waking up in the middle of a dream. I have them in the morning all the time. I tend to dream when I sleep in and I'm waking up and going back to sleep again. I dream quite a lot at those times. And other times, though, I I don't seem to remember them at all. With this uh, first episode, we've actually got a guest on the program, right, John? Yeah, a friend of mine named Cavalier, who I've known for about 10 years. I met him at Vision Australia at one of the social uh, groups that they had running there. And we went uh, out to dinner and did a whole lot of different kinds of activities like 10-pin bowling and indoor climbing (laughs) And we live near each other, so we had some quite long bus rides together and lots of conversations, and that's how I got to know him. And he's uh, blind, and he's been so for half his life. And his uh, insights into dreaming are very interesting, so we had a discussion with him, which we'd like to present to you today. Yeah. Baby 
special guest here in the studio today, Cavalier. How are you doing? Thank you both for having me. It's our pleasure. Cav's very low vision. Tell us a bit about your uh, visual world. Yeah, uh, so I was born um, premature, completely blind in my right eye, poor vision in my left. Uh, over time, I had a cataract removed uh, from my left eye, and after that, I had um, glaucoma and the retina removed about two and a half years after my glaucoma. Um, I had a, f- a couple of other things, rubiosis, and, and then I think about 2011, <clears throat> I became completely blind. So today we're going to talk about dreams, and um, I think it's um, like uh, our experience when we're awake, our experience when we're s- asleep is uh, often quite different for different people. Cavalier, what kind of things do you dream about? What are your dreams like? Yeah, they're pretty varied. Some are like movies. Sometimes I can dream in, in sequence. Like one scene of a dream would take place and then, you know, I need to wake up and go back to sleep and continue dreaming that same dream. That's interesting. Riley, do you ever wake up and then go back and go back into the same dream? Yes, I definitely do that. And one of the things that has happened to me uh, over the years is maybe if I'm having a nightmare, I'll try to wake up and I might wake up a little bit, but then I'll kind of be aware that as I'm going back to sleep, I'm going back into it and the images will start to become more clear from the dream. And um, so it's kind of like a tug of war between the waking self and the dreaming self. That's kind of like when they talk about lucid dreaming, it's kind of like this state I find myself in quite often when I go to sleep between being awake and being asleep, and I kind of start to dream before I'm actually fully asleep. Yeah. And I come in and out of that, and then I, and I might think about the, the dream I'm having, and then I kind of drift deeper back into the dream, and then more will happen. I love that, being in that state, and I look for it. <laughs> why, I, why do you love it? Well, because it's a different form of being. It's a different place to be. Mm. to be awake and asleep at the same time. Do you ever ever have that experience, Cavalier? Yeah. One of my favourite dreams is when I'm driving in my dreams because, you know, obviously I can't do it now, being completely blind and also swimming in the ocean or even just driving by the ocean. Mm. Um, And just to see the views again, the water, um, the clarity, all the colours are very, like, vibrant colours, which I really enjoy and it gives me somewhat of a peace of mind. One of the things that happens uh, to me, and I think it's a common experience, is that sounds that are going on around you will come into the dream and uh, they might take on a different kind of role. 
in that dream. Like, because I'm someone that goes falls asleep listening to music and podcasts uh, more often than not. I'll have some kind of audio, and so in the dreams there'll be uh, the music will be playing in the dream in some capacity or um, maybe the content of what is being talked about on a podcast that I'm listening to will inform the uh, content of the dream. Absolutely. That makes me think of uh, Brave New World where they have all the babies in the cribs, they have little headphones on them or speakers and they're like programming them uh, as they're sleeping. And in fact, I remember um, you could buy uh, different tapes in magazines and stuff which would uh, let you program yourself to be positive or give up smoking or whatever you wanted to do. Uh, so what about you, Cav? Do your dreams have audio as well as a visual? Uh, sometimes, sometimes audio, sometimes my dreams, I'm having phone conversations. Mm. Um, and some of them are with like family members who are no longer with us. John mentioned before lucid dreaming. And so lucid dreaming, I believe that is the idea that you become aware that you're having a dream and then attempt to control the outcome of things that happen in the dream. So rather than just the dream playing out, and you just following it, you're making more conscious choices while you're dreaming. So do you ever have that kind of experience, Kev? Yeah, um, quite often. And when I'm in that dream state, I do like to check. Uh, so for example, if I'm walking down a street and there's like a iron gate, I'll give it a tap. And in that um, dream state, I can hear and feel the, the weight of the iron gate and the sound of it. So what does that tell you when you do that? To me, it just says that I'm conscious of where I am in, mm. that, in that dream, in that So moment. you're getting grounded in it. Yeah. Another strategy I've heard come up a lot is if you want to kind of get grounded within a dream, you look at your hand. I've done that um, a few times as yeah. well, yeah. What, what, so does that help with that? Yeah. It does, and it's sort of, it's a bit of a like reassurance that it is me. So do either of you have or have in the past experienced recurring dreams? Uh, yes, I have. Um, a lot of mine takes place at high school. Mm. And in my dream, I'm a senior in high school, but wearing a junior's uniform. Right, so it doesn't fit. No. Um, and there's two classrooms I go to most when it comes to like um, problem solving. In my awake state, I'm in my science class. And I'm up at the blackboard, mm. uh, figuring out problems and things. And another room I'm in um, is a maths classroom, trying to figure out life's equations. And so that was one that you still get a lot. I still get a lot, yeah. and I still I still like laugh at it because I'm like the age I am now, and uh, in the dream, <laughs> we're in a junior's uniform. I have recurring themes in my dreams. Uh, as I said, I get uh, lost. In a lot, that's a really recurring uh, theme. Another one is um, a work environment. I used to work in uh, work with a lot of music, so I'd work with a lot of different uh, groups of people all the time, creative types. And um, as a technician, you know, I was focusing on getting the best result from my perspective. And um, you know, quite often the other people I was dealing with weren't concentrating on the same things I was. So. Um, the dreams are um, usually about trying to get a result in that working environment. So that's kind of a theme that I have. And sometimes it goes quite pear-shaped in my dreams. It's uh, quite often dealing with the problems I had then. I think I'm a bit haunted by 
some of the experiences I had uh, working with people and uh, trying to do a good job, trying to achieve something when uh, everybody's not sort of on the same page. Uh, that's a bit of a reoccurring theme. What about you, Riley? I don't, I don't remember my dreams at the moment well enough to say whether I get them reoccurringly at the moment, but in the past I've definitely had reoccurring dreams of well one of them was that I would be in like an electric car or a car that was driving itself and I would be sort of trapped in there and couldn't get out and I'd just be kind of looking out the window so I guess that's like a dream that would be a dream about powerlessness in that's how I would interpret it a feeling of that of not being in control of of where you're going and um, another dream that I would have a lot when I was younger would be that I would be sort of floating like you're swimming or you're floating how they show out of space, that kind of thing. You're moving through the air like water. But there'd be someone chasing me in that. So that would be my kind of chase dream. It was like a combination of like flying and a chase. Not a falling. I didn't really get falling dreams, but something I did get would be the feeling of falling onto the mattress and I'd like wake myself up. Do you, did you guys ever get that where it'd be like, you'd wake up and your body would kind of roll or convulse like you'd just fallen onto the mattress? Yeah. 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 Uh, I used to get that a lot. Um, what about you, John? No, I don't think I've had that experience. Yeah, it feels like you've fallen back into your body in a sense. So the meaning of dreams is something that's... Um quite often a bit obscure um what do you think and you know there's also the idea that you can analyze your dreams and you can um that you're telling you something um i think dreams are probably a point of connection to a less material world a more spiritual kind of supernatural world so there'd be all sorts of um messages there from be it maybe it's past ancestors or um, other people that are dreaming maybe you're kind of meeting up with their disembodied um, spirits or something like that um, and one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask you guys about as well is dreams of prophecy dreams that, uh, that show something before it happens, have you guys ever had experiences like that? Um, well, there are uh, skills of thought about analysis of dreams and what uh, what's going on there and what we can learn from them. I, uh, I, I'm just trying to think. I don't think I really have a lot of um, prophecy-type dreams. Um, I... I have had coincidences happen, though, through dreams. Like I'll, I'll dream about somebody and then I'll talk to them and they were thinking about me or they had a dream about me. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I'm talking about, yeah. Um, what about you, Kev? Uh, when I was sighted, I used to have a lot of dreams like that or premonitions. A lot of it was to do with family. For instance, I was um, in New Zealand living there after my grandmother passed. So we, um, she was buried in like a, a tomb type thing. What do we call them? Crypt. Uh, that one. 
sort of thing, but it was like all concreted over um, as opposed to our, our normal way of just burying them with dirt. And um, it would have been like <clears throat> two or three weeks after that, I'd see her um, her grave in my dreams and the top right uh, corner would, you know, the concrete would be cracking and mm. chipping away. Um, and this was another reoccurring dream. And the more often it would happen, the bigger the the hole was getting, right. the top right corner. Um, so I actually went out there a month or two after all these dreams were happening. Mm. And yeah, sure enough, her, wow. her gravesite was cracking and falling apart. So it had to be reconcreted. That's interesting, and it's it's uh, cool that the what was happening was progressing within mm. the dream. So it's not just repeating; it's actually showing a passage of, of time. That's interesting. Um, I uh, had something happen the other day where I was asleep, and I got a phone call. Like the phone rang in in real life, but I was still asleep. And in my dream, I saw myself pick up the phone. And look at the phone and I saw who was ringing me and then I woke up and I picked up the phone and it was that person that had been ringing me in the dream was actually ringing me so I saw it before it happened just right before I woke up and it was like a repeat <laughs> a repeated thing fantastic I like that kind of coincidence well it's not a coincidence it's uh, in the sense, well, it depends how you're using the word, but not a coincidence in the dismissive sense, but no, no, a but correlation. Or, well, yeah. that's yeah, actually, that's it's a coincidence. That's mm. the. It's interesting that we use that word yeah. negatively, but actually, all it just means is mm. correlation. Yes, there seems to be some process going on when we dream. We're sort of uh, drawing on our experience. Um, we're drawing on how we felt <laughs> about the things that have happened. And it seems to be some kind of uh, self-talk for me. It seems to be some part of my mind speaking to me um, as best it can <laughs> through, um, through these dreamlike experiences. And perhaps there are warnings that come in dreams for me. I know certainly uh, I, I tend to dream and redream about bad experiences as well as good ones um, and for me maybe the bad ones crop up a little bit more often like the getting lost and uh, being chased by somebody um, I have actually died uh, in a dream how about you Cav have you ever had a situation where you've like something has happened to you uh, that's life threatening and that maybe you've died uh, yeah a couple of times once when I was um I may have been like seven um, and I actually dreamed that I was drowning uh, in the river and and then I sort of, um, like the next scene after that was me inside a coffin. Wow, and did you, at what, what point did you wake up? Did you wake up then? Uh, at the coffin, yeah, because even though like I, if I'm aware that I am dreaming, I like to see things through to the end, even though they are, pretty scary and when I wake up it's usually you know my heart's racing and a bit sweaty and things and yeah I know that that kind of dream the one I bring comes to mind mostly for me um is a dream I had which I still remember quite clearly that went on and on and I don't know how long I was dreaming for but it seemed to go for a very long time my memory of it it's quite an evolved story 
But I was basically getting pursued and the dream was about this chase. There were other things going on, all kinds of uh, places that I was at. And um, But in the end, I was uh, cornered and I was killed in this uh, dream. But it happened to me in a period of my life uh, where I was going through some change. And the way I looked at that dream is that um, it was it was sort of heralding uh, change in me. Most of the characters in my dreams are people I've known or uh, people I know now or unknown uh, characters. I think a lot, of, a lot of the players in my dreams, I don't know who they are, they're just there. Um, and occasionally, um, you know, I have other types of characters like um, Jungian archetypal type characters, heroes, villains, monsters, uh, saviors, uh, saints, <laughs> sinners. Um, and I guess this speaks to the idea of um, Jungian uh, archetypes and how um, there's certain parts of our mind that don't operate on a language level. They operate on a level of, um, of these archetypes or these symbols like the father, the mother, you know, the king, uh, the hero. Uh, I guess a lot of the kind of characters in, in tarot cards. Dreams can serve as a really great resource for artists and creative people. There's a lot of um, authors and musicians who say that they get their ideas from dreams. I myself have had um, a couple of times I've had original song compositions uh, occur to me in dreams because I'm not a music guy. I haven't written them down or anything, but they've come in very vivid on those occasions. When What about, what about you guys? I definitely have uh, inspirational dreams. Uh, it's usually when I'm focused on some kind of activity um, and in particular, I was, um, a few years ago, I was uh, learning electronics and I was uh, designing circuits and working out how different kinds of circuits, amplifiers and uh, work. And I would go to sleep um, trying to work something out as far as how to build this circuit. And I don't actually remember dreaming specifically about it, but I would wake up, as soon as I'd open my eyes, I'd have the, the problem solved and I'd run into my laboratory and, and busily, um, you know, uh, create this uh, inspired yeah. <laughs> vision that I'd had uh, that came to me through being asleep. So it's, it's certainly happened to me. What about you, Cav? Uh, yeah, I like um, writing poetry uh, and short stories. I don't know how to format a song, so I stick to poetry. Um, a couple of dreams I've had, uh, I've been writing, and so the view is with an A4 paper in front of me and, like, I'm looking down, writing, and... Um, like out of nowhere there's a hand that came over my sheet of paper and I recognise it to be my father's hand and he handed me a A4 paper with um, lyrics of the poetry or poetry already written on there and I was able to recall that and when I woke up I had my digital recorder by my side and I noted it down. 
It's really cool. So it's you're yeah you're channeling this information from from somewhere else, somewhere and, else. and someone else perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like if you have the intention and the mindfulness when you're actually going to sleep, you can somehow direct uh, the events or the outcome of the dreaming experience. That's really uh, interesting because uh, probably most of the time when I go to sleep, it's just something that happens. It's so natural for us to sleep. I don't really prepare myself in any kind of way, although the times actually... Um, sleeplessness is um, something that happens to me occasionally and it's uh, those times probably that I'm more focused on the process of going to sleep and you know I do um, kind of yoga nidra relaxation and I have different kinds of um, um, meditative type storylines that I go through on my head like my, my secret, secret, secret place that I go to um, and I go through this uh, this whole process of of travelling to this. Um, it's like a little narrative that I have. It's going down steps for me, and I go down to this place, and there's certain things in the place. And I think as I'm actually going through that process, it's I'm relaxing and I'm moving through these different states of um, brainwave activity or mental states that they talk about um, towards the the state of being asleep. Um, when I'm analysing a dream and the kind of emotions that it would inspire, um, oftentimes the content of the dream doesn't match up with the emotions. So, for example, it could be a dream that felt very scary or intense, but then the content of it actually wasn't that scary just on, on paper, Just, but the state while I was dreaming was that way. And vice versa, I can have dreams with a lot of really weird content that should be frightening but in the dream I'm not frightened of it I'm not weirded out I have that experience for sure like sometimes I'll wake up in quite an emotional state and I'll look at the dream I was having and it wasn't that it wasn't really that scary but the the effect it had on me in the dream was very disturbing yeah and yeah that that's quite mysterious mm. um do you ever get that kind of? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I think it, that would be common. Um, and it's funny as well when you're dreaming how stuff can happen that is so weird when you think about it when you're awake, but in the dream you just accept it as normal. Yeah. So thanks for coming along and sharing your dream world with us, Cavalier. It's been great. Yeah, great. thanks for coming, mate. Thank you both for the experience. I've really enjoyed myself. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.
Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week, once again, talking about dreams. But on this time, it'll be more of a focus of dream analysis and interpretations, right, John? Yeah, we're going to be having a look at some different schools of thought on how to interpret dreams and how we can uh, use these interpretations to help us deal with our past and uh, our future. So join us next week on Monday night at 6. For Breaking Waves. Until then, sayonara. Bye.